This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for our regional roundup. Lots of headlines coming out from the region. We will be looking at Sri Lanka. Taiwan, as well as Indonesia this morning. Helping me out is Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good morning, sir. How are you? A very good morning to all of you. A lot of regional roundup today. You are right, man. I mean, let's start off with Sri Lanka. Really unfortunate, the kind of situation going on there. Starting off with this tweet by the finance minister's aide over there, the troubled country making a request to the IMF for rapid financing instrument support to mitigate supply chain chain issues. Uh, what are you reading on this and what are the factors that have led to this? Well, I think Sri Lanka at the moment is facing yet another round of debt and also the credit crunch or crunches. Uh, I think in order to recover from its civil war since more than a decade ago, Sri Lanka borrowed quite a lot, quite heavily internationally. By now, I think its uh, foreign debt is even bigger than the size of its uh, GDP. And a lot of this money, they were used for subsidies and then they were tax cuts and so on. But, well, you do need very rigorous financial management for the country. If the Central Bank of Sri Lanka, for example, keeps on printing money as done over the past few years, then its uh, inflation will go up, the, the value of its uh, money would uh, go down and so on, and that will create a further round of social unrest uh, in Sri Lanka. Yeah. Yeah, social unrest, you're right. There are protests already about this uh, devastating economic crisis, right? And then you've got the president, Gotabaya Rajapaksa, expanding his cabinet with 17 new ministers. They didn't include members of the family who were dropped. The elder brother, Mahinda Rajapaksa, remains prime minister. What's been the reaction so far to this? Well, it has always been almost like family affair in yeah. the Sri Lankan politics, right? Between this Rajapaksa family as well as another prominent family and so on. And in the previous cabinets, they were like brothers and cousins among the ministers. The size of the Sri Lankan cabinet sometimes is of a concern. Yeah. I remember many years ago, uh, they had like 50 members or so yeah. in the cabinet. Now I think it's down to uh, in the 20s. So I think the cabinet reshuffle was meant to, for example, at least create an impression of change and thereby come down a little bit both those social unrest as well as uh, the international concerns because Sri Lanka indeed uh, can no longer service its, its debt. Uh, if it's not careful, you will go down the roads of many, for example, uh, South American countries, you know, defaulting on their loans and so on. Yeah. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. Uh, Doctor, let's talk a little bit about Taiwan right now. I mean, they have seen a spike in COVID-19 cases. Very unfortunate news this morning as well as there's been a death, I believe, of a young kid, a two-year-old boy, in fact. They have an all-time high cases caseload of 1,626 cases reported overnight. On the flip side, you've got Hong Kong looking to ease measures from tomorrow, I believe. I mean, if you want to go to Taiwan, 
Taiwan, it's still a long quarantine. I think it's 10 or 14 days. So how are they getting this wrong? Well, I think a lot of different countries and territories going through its, uh, well, the respective spikes of the COVID uh, infection. The latest uh, spike uh, as experienced by, for example, Malaysia and Singapore was, uh, you know, let's say a, a month or two ago, uh, mainly due to uh, a sudden proliferation of these Omicron cases. Mm. I think Taiwan's the case of a delayed spike, and but it is still... Um, going through, for example, uh, gradually opening up its uh, economy and so on. I think as we experience in Malaysia and Singapore, this spike would uh, pass at some point. But as they are dealing with it, of course, they have to throw a lot of national resources to, to combat it. Yeah, yeah. I, I have relatives there and, and they took a long time. Uh, they had to wait uh, for a long time to get their vaccine shots. That definitely uh-huh. played a part, yeah? Yeah, indeed. One advantage of both Malaysia and Singapore was, of course, we have very high vaccination rate and thereby the Omicron spike did not quite hit us as severely as, uh, let's say, the Delta spike. Mm, yeah. mm. Uh, okay, Dr. O, final issue I want to talk about, uh, and it takes us to Indonesia. This one is quite interesting. So there was this latest government survey that was conducted in March, and it said that almost all Indonesians have developed antibodies against COVID-19. About 99.2% of the population uh, in this survey says they have this, uh, or, or says it has this antibodies due to vaccination or past infections. Okay, first of all, what's your take uh, from this survey done by Indonesia and really how reliable and accurate is it? Well, of course, we would have to take it at face to value, right? Because yeah. uh, there was uh, apparently no other survey, similar survey being conducted. But as with many of these island nations, Indonesia has more than a few thousand far-flung islands and so on. So sometimes uh, you might have missed uh, certain cohorts of uh, inhabitants uh, who, who are you know, lacking of either the uh, vaccination or the so-called presence of uh, antibodies and so on. Yeah. So we can only hope that Indonesia is one of the world's uh, largest uh, or at least most densely populated uh, populations would not have uh, yet another, well, again, spike of waves of this uh, very serious symptoms of uh, coronavirus infections. Yeah, yeah. As you said, face value is uh, probably the best mm-hmm. thing that we can do, and hopefully, it's a sign mm-hmm. that they're on the path uh, to recovery. Doctor O, as always, we really appreciate your expertise. We've been speaking with Doctor O A Sun, senior fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Doctor O, thank you for your time. You take care. Thank stay you. safe. Yeah. Yeah. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.